Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Causing a Racket. My name is Mark Innes, and I'm here with Justin Campbell and Macy Elliott. Justin, how are you today, sir? I'm great. I'm used to like a more fiery intro from you, but uh, we'll take this subtle one today. I'm trying something different. Just you know, just keep people on their toes, and uh, you know, really match the temperatures that that are on the East Coast at the moment. It feels a little some more somber. So I'm I'm trying something new today. We'll see if it if it sticks or not. It's definitely frosty around here. Very icy, low temperatures. Going to be a fun weekend of paddle. Macy, you look bundled up. How you doing? Good. I felt like that was an intro to like a sunset yoga class, Mark. That's what it's for me. I, I like the sound of that. Sunset yoga class. I might have to put some some smooth jazz <laughs> jazz tones over that, and I like that. How's how's teaching this week been? I've heard it's been absolutely freezing on the East Coast. It's been brutally cold. I thought my fingers were going to fall off yesterday, but we did. We had team practice in the snow. Had some. Kids, kids were out of school, so we did a pizza party. It was awesome. I like that. So you just called a called an audible. There was a snow day, and you said, "Hey, I'm going to run a pizza party." How did it work? Yep. Last last second, I figured, okay, well, kids are out of school, parents got to work, got to figure out something. So we took them for a couple hours, and it was fun. What a hustler! I love it, mate. No snow days for you. That's no snow days that- at Rolling Hills. Indiana born and bred. You can't you can't teach that kind of toughness. You can't teach that. Justin, how are you surviving this this polar vortex? Good. I mean, New Jersey's tough because Tuesdays when it snowed, that's match days for all the women's leagues. So it was a lot of like group text with the directors, group text with the teams, like, are we gonna play? Are we not gonna play? I got the courts at six in the morning and started shoveling and using the heaters and by 8:30 the match had been canceled. So you shoveled? Of course, I'm a team player. Love it. Is there a video? <laughs> There's never evidence of me doing anything. I don't like how surprised you are, Macy, but I'll, you know. How um how are people how are your 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 people handling this these temperatures? Are they still coming out for for lessons and matches and all that stuff or what's what's the deal? For me, the hardcore ones, yes, they love they love it no matter what the weather is. And then the fair weather people, uh, usually their driveways are frozen or something, and they somehow can't make it. But uh, yeah, you know, the great thing about the sport is like you have heaters, uh, you have shovels. So like, if you want to play, it's there. If you don't want to play, Netflix is always there too. Amen. Well, speaking of bad weather, we had the Midwesterns. This weekend, which is um, out of Cincinnati, Ohio, and notoriously bad weather. I And I love Ohio. I have a, a great soft spot in my heart, but I've never been to that tournament really because I know that the weather is is just terrible. But I think the men's, the men's draw actually seemed fine. They, yeah. they didn't have too many conditions. The women's draw, was, was it raining? It was raining all day? Yeah, it the women had bad weather, right? Yeah. yeah, they changed the schedule to kind of get through the weather. Yes, they they moved it up the streaming. Um, I saw that there's happening this coming weekend is the Lagunitas Open, and 
for, for all the years where I worked there, the big joke was it for some reason it always rained on the day of the women's tournament, and then the men's tournament was like sunshine and and blue skies. <laughs> but that's that's happened this weekend. So shout out the Lagunese Open. They're missing Macy Elliott this year. I know. Shout out to Sebi. Sebi and Torian, they run they run a great tournament. They do. Back to Midwesterns. The women's draw, smaller draw, nothing particularly stands out besides uh Socorro Morgan, you know, one, they continue their dominance, but they they're kind of expected to I, I texted Charlotte, I said, you know, good job, but I kind of expected you to win that one. Um, I'll give you a good job if you win Atlantic Classic. You know, you got to keep keep people humble. You know, they got to they got to earn that. <laughs> Congrats! But they did lose a set in in the semifinals, um, which it wasn't a stream match, but that was pretty interesting seeing that. the The weather probably comes into a factor over there. Yeah, I mean, they were saying that like the points were very fast, like. Serves going in, if you get it to the back screen with a bit of a cut, it was kind of over. So curious, like, uh, if it was a battle of just who was, like, hitting better serves. And that can always be the, the case with that that weather, right? Um, Mark, can just, you remind me who they played in the semis that was three sets? Yes. You know um, that information? I know you're players, not right? in the history department, but I thought you might be in the uh, fun facts department. I do. It's a trickier name to say for me, but I'm going to give it a go right now. Give it a go. It was... Gabby and Andrea? Oh, it wasn't a trickier name. Bill Meyer and Blinn. I was thinking of Barons and Coopson, uh, <laughs> which I can't say say her last name, unfortunately. But it was Bill, uh, Audra, Bill Meyer, and Gabby Blinn. They're out of Illinois Good, good showing to them. That's that's awesome to take a set off of. Maybe do they've seen Alison Morgan's game. We have a new team on the times. radar. It might be PTIs twenty three point three and twenty six point five, but they they obviously made a a great one run, and they beat they beat um, Sasha Nyanova and Anna. Oh, these names are struggling for me today. I need. I'm going to take another sip of my Corona and just take a run at this one. Anna Bukian. Did I, did I say that right? I'm going to... Anya, I, I, think, I think you get an A for effort there, Mark. An A for effort. I, I saw the funniest video, um, and we're going we're gonna to film some of this at the APTA Tour Stars for sure. But they were asking all the Australian Opens on at the moment, and they were asking a bunch of the pros to, to say some Aussie slang. <laughs> and I got to send you the video. Alcaraz, <laughs> they make, they're like... Can you say good day, mate? And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he couldn't get it. Good day, man. He just couldn't get it out. It was it was hilarious. I'll I'll send it over to you guys. But congrats to to Blin and Bill Meyer. Good run there. And obviously, congrats to Sakura Morgan. I I don't mean the non congrats. You you know it's always a, a good thing. The the men's draw was super fun. Yeah, we had a lot of new, a lot of new men's teams. Nunez ended up partnering up with a yeah, new no, partner. Now it's your no. time to say some names. Nunez ended up partnering up with a new partner. Don't worry, I will. I will check the archives. I will check the archives <laughs> and I will circle back to you in the filing system. 
<laughs> but uh, and then we had Russell and Chris played together. I know they played in uh, they played in Pittsburgh, which they won. Which they won. So so did you. Know. you. Not too shabby. Oh, thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, and then who else did we have? We had uh, Fraser West. Fraser West. Tournament. Congrats, we had Tyler and Eric. Ong Wagner. Seeing them together, um, together this year. We had Sven Bush playing with with his assistant. Mm-hmm. No, there was there was cool teams. You two, Jose you and two. Tommy hadn't played together, had they? I don't think so. Not in a in a tournament. Maybe just locally, but obviously they they hadn't they weren't seeded, um, and they they had an awesome run all the way to the final. We'll talk a little bit about the the matches now because you two managed to watch a bunch. The one I want to shout out here. It, it's good to see Rob Bucker, yeah, making a really good run with with Ricky Heath. They. They were they took a set off um, Ben Cam Humphreys, which is which is awesome. Um, Rob's still still out there doing that back end cutter. So shout out Rob Baca. Awesome to see the name out in the draw there. But you two watched a bunch of the stream this weekend. Give me the rundown, Macy. What did you what did you find interesting? Well, I know you guys were holding on to your seats, but Guille Nunez played with Milos Dabic. I know you're all. I know you. I know the uh, (laughs) suspense was killing you there. So I wanted to make sure I got back from the archives. No, I watched. I got to watch some of the semis with Chris and Russell playing against Jose and Tommy, and that was a really good match. And uh, it's it's interesting though, because Chris and Russell they went three sets. And they were up in the third set, 3-0. And then they ended up losing 6-4, correct? Yeah. And then just because Jose played so solidly and Tommy volleyed very, very well. And then, you know, they just made a couple of Humphreys and Benkai made a couple of mistakes just at the wrong times. Forget all that. You know what I just realized? I won the fix. Yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, oh, I, I forgot we even did them because we oh, we didn't get the women's ones out in time because um, they moved everything up. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Come on. I picked – let's go. I picked the winner. I had everything right except the the final. <laughs> Grigorovic and Salazar, I had them losing to Benkam Humphreys. Let's go. First one of the season. This Justin, this is how it feels every week. This is how it feels every week. Oh my gosh. You must be living on cloud nine. I don't I he's can see not why in that you... sunset yoga class anymore. Now he's very, very <laughs> Let's jazzed. Go. Let's see some of your picks here, Mace. You who did you have winning? Yeah. You guys I had Fraser West winning. Role. You had so you had Fraser West winning. Where did you fall short? I think I fell short with Hagman Murphy. Yeah. But that's only one point. It's only one point. So one more count is what you're saying. Ah, you chose this. You had Hanson Hirsch beating Grigorovic yeah. and Salazar in the semis. That's where yep. you effed it up. <laughs> yep. I believed in the double Dan and I was wrong. Double Dan. They they led you wrong. Well, let's go. I'm, I'm pumped now. Good now job, we're, Mark. We're back. Thank you. 
we, we're slowly catching up. I still up have yet to know what that feels like, but you know. It's a I mean, last, yeah, last place this, but I did not pick well. You you picked you picked the the semis right. You picked everything right except the finals. What do you mean you didn't pick well? I think I had Burris making yes. quarters, which was wrong as well. Okay, but quarters is one point, no biggie. I mean, I only do the draw once I see the quarters on live streaming. So, I mean, I'm guaranteed eight points right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you only do your draws once you see Justin's in mine. It's a lock. Unfair advantage. Well, he's had an advantage for, what, like eight tournaments? And he's only won he's one. Still, so he's still lost. I'm not sure what's, what that says about you. What do you – how come you pick Grigorovic Salazar against over Hanson Hirsch? Curious. Me? Yeah. Yeah, you just. You. I mean, honestly, like, I'm just riding the Salazar wave. He's my, he's my player of the year. Player of the year. Hot damn. I mean, it's I a mean, good, good contender. If we, if we were picking players of the year, I was like, he's won with so many partners. He has. Can Originally, you... I was going to say Alvi, but I was like, I mean, Salazar is just like an exceptional deuce player. He is. Why? What would you say? But to that point, it's hard to win with multiple players when you're an exceptional deuce player because the deuce player generally can't take over the courts. But you know what I mean? That's not like. So, what would you say he does so well that um, that he's been? He's just that complimentary, or what's what's standing out well, for you? He drives his backhand, so he does mm. have offense in his middle. Mm. But if you ever watch him play, like. The whole like his tempo, his tempo never changes. Like he doesn't go up or down very much. He just kind of like stays in the middle. Just like how his hair never changes. Same thing. <laughs> Does have good hair. You wear enough gel. What are you, you going to say? I'm telling you, that hair is impeccable. Not a hair is out of place when he plays. It's the Spanish way. Spanish people right together. This final was the first time I think I saw like a negative emotion coming out of him a little bit. Uh, when he wasn't serving well in the end of the first set. Otherwise, like he's like watching him play has been pretty like solid. He seems like one of those guys who like, if you play with him, you play just a little bit better because you just trust he's going to like always get the ball back for you. It's not going to be a roller coaster ride. He's going to, he's going to be pretty steady the whole way through. And every partner he's played with is kind of like a, an aggressive high energy guy. Mm-hmm. I think That's we right. should do some play at the end of the season. We got to do some uh, awards, some play of oh, the yes. years one category. I like that. Um, we can do it in the men and the women. What what else would be some good awards? We got to get some people to to vote and send these things in. Play of the year, most improved, most improved, and then you can give the Hollywood award whoever is most entertaining to watch. Who's who's your most entertaining at the at the moment, Macy? You'll have to find out when we do our end of the year awards. Oh, oh you're not giving anything away. I steal I steal one pick, and now all of a sudden, everything has to be. I have my answers now. <laughs> what? Tell me about the men's final from your point of view, Macy. You watched a bit. Yeah, I watched it. It was a it was a really good final. The first five games, I think. Frazier West went up 4-1 or something so very quickly. And, I mean, Tyler was everywhere. It was so much fun to watch. At the baseline, he was attacking. He was, like, coming in. 
and then Eric, who usually looks like the more aggressive one, actually looks like, you know, the calmer one of the two, um, which is hard to do with that big forehand of his. But, uh, and then later on in the match, once it got a little bit tighter, it was the commentators kept talking about the positioning of uh, Salazar and Tommy. And, uh, oh, they started calling Tommy G. Tommy which G. I really liked. I'm like, that one needs to stick. It's Tommy G. Like and uh, when Jose was on the right of the two players, they kept talking about, you know, Jose was coming a lot to the left and they were playing halves almost going into the ad side and picking on Tyler's corner, which they also didn't really understand why that was happening. But anytime, because we always coach, we always traditionally coach players, right? If you're picking on the ad side, we don't want to creep over. We don't want that right player to creep over. We want them to tuck it in and stay in their lane. And then you're watching this match and all of a sudden they're doing it over and over and over again. And you can look and say, well, they're not really getting punished for it, but they have insane racket skills, absolutely insane racket skills. So they can make these crazy volleys. But even then it happened, you know, after three or four times, then eventually they would get out of position and Tyler and Eric would take over from that. You brought up a good point in in general in playing. I think a good way to think when you are playing is how can I not put myself in these bad situations? Even if I get out of it a couple times, it's probably you you probably don't want to have to make really crazy volleys to to stay in a point. Even if you're even if you're making it um, a decent amount of time at some point, it's it's not going to go your way. And clearly, I mean, they they lost four and zero. So somewhere along the lines, things things broke down in that match. Justin, what anything stood out to you in that match on what they they could have done better or just interesting points? Definitely interesting. I mean, I think in the first five games, Tyler played pretty fast, and I think Tommy tried to play with him at that speed. And it took Tommy, I feel like a little bit to kind of like play a little slower and calmer. Mm. Cause Tommy volleyed, Tommy G volleyed Tommy so G. well, I thought towards the second half of the match. But I think part of that was he started slowing down a little bit. And like Maisie said, I think their biggest issue is they both were trying to like take over reds more as the player on the right versus the left. Yeah. And they wanted that side screen from that angle so bad that they like sometimes just wouldn't get what they wanted. And Tyler is a great backhand. So like he would just use it to like create a transition play or a difficult volley because one player's out of position because they've been almost like like blocked out and pushed out of position. So they it was interesting. It'd be curious to see like what their strategy really was. Because the commentators said it well, like if they would just have determined who should take the overheads and just stick to it for a little bit, I think they would have had a more solid game plan at net. Something else comes to mind where I, and and see if this resonates with either of you, I think sometimes when you're playing, you can get into the the rhythm of trying to just hit the, the patterns or the shots that really feel good for you, as opposed to like, Oh, I'm actually hitting to this person's strength, and and I I need to maybe hit something that's not as comfortable or what I feel is the best for me, and adjust because on the other side of the court, 
I'm I'm playing right into their their strengths. Is that something you've you found yourself ever doing, Macy? Yes, a time or two. Now that you're <laughs> you know, but yeah, trying to a lot of times since we talk about positioning so much and we talk about okay, well, this is the highest percentage shot. This is what you should hit. You know, here, there, and then sometimes you completely forget you need to not hit to what your opponent likes to do. So you have to like establish really early on, okay, where's your reset? Where can you go? Where are you going to go with your offensive balls and have your overhead plan? Mm. So it's, it's, what do you think makes us sort of get sucked in just because it's our comfort zone and that's where we found the most success or, or your people that you're teaching, what, when they walk off the court, what, what do you think sort of makes them do this? Well, I think one for the first part for the first part of it, we have to acknowledge like hitting to where you actually want to hit the ball is actually a very hard thing to do. I think you know we take it for granted, but like sure. if I'm if I'm aiming somewhere and it's it's not always going to go there, sure. right? especially if you're the people you know club level player, it's not going to go there all the time. And then you're like, oh, well, what do I do now? But even then, I think it's everyone has their favorite shots of what feels best and what they want to do. And all, and also like if I'm on the verge of being able to be aggressive or defensive, what do I want to do? Generally people want to be more aggressive and is that the right thing to do? Generally not. I think the, and I think that's actually something that Philippe Rams does maybe wrong is I think cause he's so aggressive and skilled he he plays he tries to play his patterns regardless of what's on the other side of the court that's why maybe like the andrew ong matchups not the greatest one um, um for him i was i was texting with philippe today and I, he's second semester it's catching on mace a uh, second semester <laughs> if philippe it, ram says it then it's on i mean he, it's it's got to be but that's all you I, need i would say that that's that comes to mind where it's especially once you're a player that maybe gets a little bit more aggressive overheads and some action, you try and, and do it too much. I saw it when, when I was living in, in, in San Francisco and playing mostly at Lagunitas, the players I was playing against generally, I could do all these things. And then the moment I'd go play tournaments um, against higher level people, if I tried to just run my patterns, I wasn't, when getting as much success as maybe just playing solid and thinking what's on the other side of the court. Yeah. So I think it's a very good thing for people to think about, especially as they try and, you know, work on rollers and cutters, et cetera. You probably still have to just adjust to what's on the other side of the court and, and play, play the percentages there. Yeah. I think also sometimes like club players get caught up with the, with the pick and stick where they, pick on somebody for so long that they're actually in theory, like the person they're picking on is practicing and they're actually getting better because you've hit them so many balls. Like that second set comes around and I get the comment, like they played so much better in the second. Well, I mean, you hit them 47 balls at the same spot. So yeah, they're getting a little better. Your patterns probably getting better, but like you're both improving in some aspects. Like you might have to, move it around a little bit out of the comfort zone for you to that way you kind of give them a different ball and then go back to your favorite shot. Cause sometimes you, you get the screen over and over and over again until they like had developed a pattern against you. 
you said it nicely, actually, maybe one of our first episodes when we were talking about being a supportive partner and you, you said that actually like just give them some time and even if they're picking on your partner, like inevitably they're going to get better and if they can hang in there, it's just by this that second set, they're going to be okay. So not ju- jumping across and trying to do too much. So that's, I always like when you when you bring that up because I haven't heard that spoken about too much and it's it's pretty interesting. That's the, something that I said or is that something that Justin said? Justin, of course, man. Darn it. Come on. I could take credit for it. <laughs> um, congrats, Eric West and Tyler Frazier for winning the Midwesterns. They pretty pretty dominating performance. And we're looking ahead to the Atlantic Classic this weekend where there are a ton of fun teams, which we'll go into. But I do want to say before we do, I was talking about Frazier Morgan last week saying like, oh, they should, you know, they should be on the radar. And then I'm like, I'm looking at the team rankings. They're number two. I was like, okay. Well, they're on the radar. They're, they're the second ranked team in the country at the moment. Um, and obviously we haven't seen, you know, Hughes and Powers playing all that much. Chris and Fowley have, have fallen down a little bit, haven't had the best results, but they are number two ranked team in the country. So show some damn respect, Macy. Exactly. That <laughs> was me. Atlantic Classic, you're playing this weekend. The temperatures, I think the max is going to be 25 degrees. Brutally cold. Brutally cold. And the plus side is the play is going to be hot. We have some top teams um, (laughs) on the women's side, and we have a, a lot of really fun teams on the men's side. Let's start with some of the women's players. It's a small draw, small but mighty. We're going to see Elliot and Kiro. How we how we feeling, Miss Elliot? Feeling really good. It's second yeah. semester, so I take my studies seriously in the second semester. And uh, I've been playing, played a few times this week, and feel really good going into this weekend. I am seeing the seriousness because I did not see a drink in hand. So clearly, there's some mm-hmm. some serious focus going on. We also have in the same draw, Sakura Morgan. So that's that's going to be fun to to see if they can can keep the momentum going. Maybe we get a, a matchup like we did in Long Island. There's also Anika Lalic, super tough team. You know how highly I think of them. A fun new team in in Alexan and Lopez. That's going to be a good team. That's going to be a good. Te- that's going to be an intense okay. team. Yeah. Georgie's intense. She's such a good competitor, like fierce, and Beer's a really good competitor. You've played against both of them, Mace. How do you think they're going to gel? I think they're going to gel really well. Uh, I think they're going to enjoy playing together. I think that because both of them can dig a lot and dig really well with, you know, spins off the screens that you're not necessarily, you hit a cutter at them, it's not really going to do anything because they're just going to get it back. And they're both, like can run down any single ball that any single ball that you give to them. So it's if you're going to play against them, it's going to take a while. What language do you think they're going to yell? Come on in. Is it going to be Spanish or are we going English? Afrikaans. <laughs> <laughs> got to be something neutral. So we got to go to a neutral country. I will uh-huh. teach them the words uh, before I, uh, the match. I like that. Bernard Schoen and I were prepping uh, 
Hanu Barsh and Donovan McSevney prepare for the men's for the men's draw this uh, this weekend. We played with them today. There's uh-huh. a lot of Afrikaans going on on the court. A lot of a lot a of lot dirty of words being thrown around. I can I can only imagine. Yep. Um, those are the four top teams. I think I, the draw is not out, but I I could see that being the semifinal. We're not we're not seeing um, uh, Anna or Floor this weekend. Any there's any, that new team of um, Paloma and Camille that yeah. are out of Philly. Yeah, tell us about them, Justin. You know a little Didn't bit. They both play for. Was it Texas Tech or Texas A&M? One played for Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and I think one played for Ohio State. Ohio State, that's what it was. Yeah. But a brand new team, Paloma, I don't know how long she's played. I know Camille's, it's, she's played since September. Okay. So another one of those like young, talented players yeah. on the women's side. And then uh, Tamron coming out of retirement here. Tamron Espinoza. Come, coming back. Playing with Izzy, yeah, with that's Ben Carson's fiance. Wife, fiance, fiance. So I, there was, I knew it was a blend. <laughs> I knew it was a blend. So we'll, we obviously will put our picks out once the draws come out. See if I can continue my winning streak. But you two are putting uh, Pamola, pa, sorry, Paloma and Camille on the radar. I think they'd be a fun team to watch. Cool. Oh, Prendergast Zinc. There was a a cool video just out about um, about them that the APTA put out. And I I always, they've been in a ton of draws this year. I I only, you know, they they played before I really started getting into paddle. And then I always would see their name at nationals, but they would have a tough first round. But this year they've played a lot of, a lot of the draws and it's super cool seeing them in there. There's, I mean, Cindy's like, she's so funny. It's, Cindy's I don't know. Yeah, she's just hilarious. The sweetest. A shout out them. I told Cindy, I said, I, I need to get, uh, I need to get one tournament appearance with Cindy at some point. Seriously, they might. She might be the only one that competes with you for having enjoying the tournaments the most and mm-hmm. and and really having some. Yeah, she has a good time. She has a good time, and that's that's what it's all about. Men's draw. Let's have a look at these fun teams. We have Christian Humphreys. We've got oh, we got um, Hughes and Powers. Our first look at them for the season. We got the uh, the team of Nunes and Osis Koning. Did you know that they both are from Chile? I know Felipe was born here, but his his family's mm-hmm. from Chile. That is the first fun fact that Feli will tell anybody about that team. He is really? very excited. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, we're both Chilean. <laughs> Getting back to the roots. Back to the roots. We got Benkheim playing with Broderick. We got Bostrom playing with Regalada, the showman. We got Burris and Salazar, super cool team. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of back end power on that court. Who then, else you seen over here? Is it on there? But Bernard Showman is playing with Enrique. Yeah. That's the first new time team. They are. This, it's be ex- is playing with Teen. I mean, we have eight teams on the wait list. Like, it's a big, it's a big turnout. Big turnout. Shout yeah, out to Louis, Louis Montclair. Yeah, shout out to Louis and Connor Breen. They they do a lot to to make this tournament happen. And the, I would say the 
crowd at Ridgewood is one of the most festive in the in the paddle community. I've they, heard this is a really fun tournament. Yeah, they have Ooh, a good time. The well, it involves Louis, so of course it'll be fun. <laughs> Absolutely, but this I'm I'm pumped for when the draw comes out because it'll be interesting to see just where everyone falls because you know there's Hughes and Powers are really the only um, established team that are that have their their ranking at number three and you know will kind of head at the top, but it'll be interesting to see where everyone falls and and how the matchups go. I mean, there's some talented players here. Like Ben Legman is new this year. I played him recently. He's very talented. So like lots You're of uh, lots of fun teams here. Yeah. Ong and Steinman. I know Steinman. I, I've never played Steinman, but I, I've heard multiple people speak about him, and I've watched him on live streaming. And obviously, Andrew Ong's playing really well. Yeah, this is and their streaming is going to be happening all weekend. This is going to be a fun a fun tournament to to watch and obviously playing for you, Macy. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, am, I am really excited. I've heard it's a really fun tournament. It's going to be uh, super warm. It's going to be so warm. Hey, guess so, what? Like Justin, did you know that the temperatures are going to be cold, but the paddle is going to be hot. It's going to be heating up. That's a good, <laughs> that's a great line. Heat everywhere. Where give did me, I steal that from? Don't know. <laughs> give me some, some plain in the freezing cold tips. What are you doing to, and I don't mean on the court, I mean physically to like not lose your fingers. Are you playing with the mitt? Are you putting on long johns? What are we doing? So I actually, I legitimately taught in snow pants on Tuesday. Yeah, that's fair. And then, <laughs> and then I ended up playing in snow pants today. Let me tell you, my volleys are amazing when I play in snow pants. I'm very still and, and solid. <laughs> but you can't sneak and get anything with that kind of friction. There's no sneaking up that side wire. They're going to hear There's you a no mile away. Up anywhere, and I'm only getting so I'm only getting so low for the uh, for the wires. But let me tell you, those volleys, so, something to see. Uh, but in all in all seriousness, yeah, I wear double layers, and you have to wear like four layers up top because when we're all teaching, we can wear the big coat, but you can't usually swing the same. I've found you can't see the same yeah. on your drives or on your rollers if you have the uh, coat on. What about Best those hands? Gloves? Hands? I do a glove on my left hand, nothing on my right. Can't. Same. I, know, I usually cold. warm up with a paddle mitt, like in the match, and then I'll take the paddle mitt off Yeah. when I play. But usually the mitt is great to kind of get your right hand like warm before yeah. you like start having to use it. No, I've done that before. My first season coaching paddle when I was still broke, I used to wear a like a, I had a big robe from like TJ Maxx, and I would I would bundle up. It was it was freezing. This is my first time in this stuff. I would bundle up I, and I put my sweats over. Mark, <laughs> so you had a robe. Mark, I told that story to my there. ladies on Monday. Yeah. yeah, I told that story on Monday. I was like, oh, I knew this pro. <laughs> he would wear a robe under all of his gear because he was so cold. That's an so, interesting move. It makes sense, then, but it's interesting. Right? Felt like the looked like the Michelin man out there, but I was toasty. So mm-hmm. Michelin man. 
Awesome. Well, what, when do you get to New Jersey, when you start your prep, all that good stuff, Mace? Well, I'll start the prep. I'm doing a – I usually have done fun paddle the day before tournaments in second semester years past. Mm. So I have a couple of friends that are uh, that are members at a club around here, and they play, you know, club-level paddle, and we go out and we play for fun. And that's a really nice, you know, tournament prep. Shout-out to uh, Mia Handler and Jason Beckett. Cause, it keeps you, know, you loose. Keeps you loose. Remember what it's all about. Actually, yeah, that's fair. So we might go out and play some paddle, and then just you know get ready for the get ready for the weekend. Justin, are you going to be coming down to watch since it is kind of in your hood? I have an event that day, but I'll be there Saturday night, and I might be there Sunday. Love it. First reaction: women's women's draw. Who's winning it, Justin? Maisie, just her. It's okay, First reaction, Maisie. Who's winning the men's draw? First reaction. You can who's change it when the draw, draw comes down. Yeah. Powers Hughes. Hmm. Same. <laughs> same. Not. I, I didn't say I was the same. I don't. I think. <sighs> First reaction. That's what I would go with. Hughes and Powers. Yeah. Nice. Well, when the draw comes out, we'll obviously be able to to do our picks and get it going. We love it if you send us in some of your picks. I need to come up with an easy way for people to like fill out a template and 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 send it in. Then I think we can start. I think there's something on Instagram now where you can sh- you can fill it out on the thing, like you can share photos from people. I need to check it. I need to look into this. Where they could fill out. The same thing that we fill out? Like you can, you you send a template to say, I like put a blank thing and then they can put in their answers and it can be shared in the same kind of post. I'll do that some digging. super fun. Right? Yeah. If you can figure out a way to do it. Yeah. And I will. But if there's anyone that can figure out a way, Mark, it's you. That's Come on, of self-belief I need. Let's go. Play, weather's going to be cold, but play's going to be hot. Do you think any of the pros used like the volley machine the day before to like work on shots? I have a volley demo tomorrow, so I will be using the volley machine. Where is it going to be at? At, at your club? Rolling Hills Country Club. Just you or some other people coming? Some other people are coming too, but mainly. Love, love it. Do you have it at, at, I mean, I know you're down a court. Did your court get fixed, Justin? It has not gotten fixed. It happened to snow this week, which uh, prevented uh, the fixing. Gotcha. But have you? Do you have the the volley trainer at your club? We do. Yes, it's a. Uh, I. They just released the app today, so it's been great so far. But uh, nice. people loving it. People are liking it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of easy to use, so it's it's fun. And it's nice to kind of get out there if it's just you. You know, if you can't find four people, nice to have something to do out there. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think even just touching the ball is so important, right? Like even Macy's talking about she's going to play a fun match. It's not going to be super intense. Even like teaching, like I think that's how pros just generally stay so good. Like the just beginner clinic, like you're just touching the ball and always having the feel. Yeah. Those hours and reps are unreal. And so for people out there that don't think you have to go train like you're in the NFL, it's play fun matches, enjoy it, just do your thing. You're you're gonna get improved just by by touching the ball. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
Yeah, returning serve, like do like 30 balls, you feel better about your return, you move on. Well, I have to catch a flight to the East Coast so that uh, we can set up for the Atlantic Classic. Anything that either of you wants to add? I have a quick question, Mark. You have a red eye. What time are you getting in? 6.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. And then we, I come to Connecticut. We're, we're going to be filming Hut of the Month um, at Innes Arden and then later at Shorehaven. And you bailed on that a That is a nice hut at Shorehaven. Yeah, it is. I've been there. It's very nice. Yeah. Anything to add, Juicy J? No. Excited to hopefully see you Saturday or Sunday. If you are at 8:30 a.m. on Saturday, Justin, <laughs> I will be watching you from afar with great vigor. If you're in the New Jersey area, um, stop on by at Ridgewood Country Club. They they put on a great show. It's open to the paddle community for free. There's free drinks. There's great play. There's good times. It's it's really these tournaments are really fun live. Um, even with the weather, because the play is going to be. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. All right. Yeah. Good night, guys. See you this weekend. Yep. Yeah.